0: January 30th. And now as we begin to turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will come from the book of Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 28. Here in this passage of scripture we'll find a parable. We'll find out about what shall we have? The parable is not about salvation, for we cannot work for salvation. Nor is it about rewards, for we do not all receive the same reward. The story concerns the selfish attitude implicit in Peter's question. Well, what's his question? We'll find out here in a moment as we read the scripture. The key to the parable, as we shall see, is that the first workers hired demanded a contract and insisted on knowing how much they would get. The other workers trusted the landowner. If you ask God for a contract, you will only rob yourself... For he is generous with his workers. Be faithful to do your job and avoid watching the other workers, and he will deal with you generously. Well, let's find out all about it now as we begin our reading today here in the New Testament. January thirtieth, Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 28. For the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of an estate who went out early one morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay the normal daily wage and sent them out to work. At nine o'clock in the morning, he was passing through the marketplace and saw some people standing around doing nothing. So he hired them, telling them he would pay them whatever was right at the end of the day. At noon, and again around three o'clock, he did the same thing. At five o'clock that evening, He was in town again and saw some more people standing around. He asked them, Why haven't you been working today? They replied, Because no one hired us. The owner of the estate told them, Then go on out and join the others in my vineyard. That evening he told the foreman to call the workers in and pay them, beginning with the last workers first. When those hired at five o'clock were paid, each received a full day's wage. When those hired earlier came to get their pay, they assumed they would receive more, but they too were paid a day's wage. When they received their pay, they protested. Those people worked only one hour, and yet you've paid them just as much as you paid us who worked all day in the scorching heat. He answered one of them, Friend, I haven't been unfair. Didn't you agree to work all day for the usual wage? Take it and go. I wanted to pay this last worker the same as you. Is it against the law for me to do what I want with my money? Should you be angry because I am kind? And so it is that many who are first now will be last then, and those who are last now will be first then. As Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside privately and told them what was going to happen to him. When we get to Jerusalem, he said, the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die. Then they will hand him over to the Romans to be mocked, whipped, and crucified. But on the third day he will be raised from the dead. Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What is your request? he asked. She replied, In your kingdom, will you let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one at your right and the other at your left? But Jesus told them, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of sorrow? I am about to drink. Oh, yes, they replied we are able. You will indeed drink from it, he told them. But I have no right to say who will sit on the thrones next to mine. My Father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that in this world kings are tyrants, and officials Lord it over the people beneath them. But among you, it should be quite different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must become your slave. For even I, the Son of Man, came here not to be served, but to serve others, and to give my life as a ransom for many.
1: My name is Rob Lee. I'm from Galilee County, Ohio. I'm married to a wonderful woman who has three children, six, five, and four. I have two children from my previous marriages who are 26 and 18 who I love dearly and miss tremendously. I've been doing drugs for 18 years. In a few months, I started dealing. The Friday before Christmas, the cops kicked in my door. Before the cops entered my home, I disposed of the drugs. The landlord knew I was not good for his business, so I was kicked out and become homeless. My friend took me in and referred me to the Refuge. On New Year's Eve, I was accepted into the ministry. Since being here, I've learned a lot. Being sober has taught me self-control, obedience. I've reestablished my relationship with God. I've gained some tremendous relationships with fellow brothers that are trying to better their lives. The Refuge system has a structure that I will use to live better once I'm back with my wife and kids. I'm leaning on the Word of God and applying daily in my relationships. My prayer life has improved and I'm challenged daily. I have patience and self control and I'm learning a lot about myself. I still hope to gain more insight and knowledge and I know I'm in the right place. My goal is to become a better man of God, to partner with my wife and lead our children. My encouragement to everyone listening would be to trust the system and the leaders that have gone before us. Build each other up daily because our flesh is weak. Understand that the correction we receive is for our benefit.
2: God is fond of you. He sends you flowers every spring and a sunrise every morning. Whenever you want to talk, He'll listen. He can live anywhere in the universe and He chose your heart. Face it, friend, He's crazy about you. By the way, it might be difficult for you to believe that God knows your name, but He does. Written on His hand, spoken by His mouth, whispered by His lips, your name. Our hearts are not large enough to contain the blessings that God wants to give. So try this. The next time a sunrise steals your breath or a meadow of flowers leaves you speechless, remain that way. Say nothing and listen. As heaven whispers, do you like it? I did it just for you. He could have left the world flat and gray, but he didn't. He splashed orange in the sunrise, cast the sky in blue. Why give a flower a fragrance? Why give food its taste? Could it be He loves to see that look upon your face? So promise me you'll never forget that you aren't an accident or an incident. You are a divine work of art signed by God. You are deliberately planned, specifically gifted, and lovingly positioned on this earth. You were knit together by the master craftsman. Maybe you don't want to trouble God with your hurts but he cares about you. Your Heavenly Father is very fond of you and only wants to share his love with you. Flooded by emotion, overcome by pride, the star maker turns to us one by one and says,
1: You are my child. I love you dearly. I'm aware that someday you'll turn from me and walk away. But I want you to know I've already provided a way back.
2: God's dream is to make you right with Him, and the path to the cross tells us exactly how far God will go to call us back. It is not our love for God, it is God's love for us in sending His Son to be the way to take away our sins.
1: You wonder how much I love you. Watch me speak your language, sleep on your earth, and feel your hurts. Find your answer on a splintered cross, on a craggy hill. That's how much I love you.
2: God does more than forgive our mistakes. He removes them. We simply have to take them to Him. You can talk to God, because God listens. He has sent His angels to care for you, His Holy Spirit to dwell in you, His Church to encourage you, and His Word to guide you. He thinks you're wonderful.
0: Psalm 25, verses 1 through 15. This psalm is helpful when you're making decisions and seeking God's will. What kind of people does God guide? Well, those who glorify Him. If you want His will for His glory, He will show you the right path. If you have selfish motives, He may let you have your way, and then you will regret it. And God guides those who wait You're not wasting time when you wait on the Lord in prayer. He guides those who ask. God wants to show you His ways, teach you His paths, and lead you in His truths. The Word of God and prayer always go together, so spend time in His Word. If you ask Him sincerely, He will answer you clearly. He guides those who are clean, and He guides those who submit. The God does not guide rebels, but He joyfully leads those who fear Him and submit to His will. So keep your eyes on the Lord and let Him have His way. He knows where He's going and what He's doing, so follow Him by faith. The enemy was slandering David again, and he had no way to vindicate himself. Samuel Johnson called slander the revenge of a coward, and it is... What should you do when people spread lies about you? Psalm 25, verses 1 through 15, Psalm of David. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced, or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced. But disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Show me the path where I should walk, O Lord. Point out the right road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Remember, O Lord, your unfailing love and compassion, which you have shown from long ages past. Forgive the rebellious sins of my youth. Look instead to the eyes of your unfailing love, for you are merciful, O Lord. The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. He leads the humble in what is right, teaching them His way. The Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness all those who keep his covenant and obey his decrees. For the honor of your name, O Lord, forgive my many, many sins. Who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose. They will live in prosperity, and their children will inherit the promised land. Friendship with the Lord is reserved for those who fear him, With them he shares the secrets of his covenant. My eyes are always looking to the Lord for help, for he alone can rescue me from the traps of my enemies. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and be wise. Even though they have no prince, governor, or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. But you, lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? I want you to learn this lesson. A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest,